It's time to hold it on, hold it on, hold it on to you. It's time to hold it on, hold it on, hold it on to you. You're listening to the Noise Cancelling Pod, the podcast about streamlining life, encouraging discourse, and maximizing your mind. Hosted by Frank Boyce and Axel Clark. And welcome everyone to the Noise Cancelling Pod. This is Axel Clark, and Frank's going to be joining us a little bit later. He's running a little late on his President's Day weekend travel. But uh, today we have an exciting guest. We, we're going to interview Samuel Hatton from... Courage Hub and Courageous Self Confidence. Uh, he he's got a podcast going. It's really cool. A lot of a lot of um, fascinating concepts and just some great great information. So Samuel, if you don't mind, I'm gonna let you kind of just kick it off and describe a little bit about Courage Hub and Courageous Self Confidence. Yeah, Courage Hub is really the I guess hub of the Courageous Self Confidence podcast show, and. Um, and really my, my mission there is to really encourage people and courage sounds like a really good, um, <laughs> I mean, like that's what you're doing when you're encouraging people, right? You're giving them courage. So, um, so yeah, I, I fell upon like almost like a calling in life where I was like, you know, I really want to find myself. I want to figure out like what it is that I do and in everything that I do, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I went through a series of like personality tests and um, strength finders and all that stuff. And I just arrived to encouraging people. And okay. um, how do I do that? How do I encourage people in, in a, a way that's scalable? Well, I just thought podcasts are, are something that's, you know, everyone's doing right now. So why not start a podcast? And uh, that's kind of how it, how it started. So that's awesome. You said you started last summer. Yeah, last summer. Um, I'm already on coming up on 60 episodes. Okay, that's awesome. So, yeah. have you been interested interested in these topics your whole life, and then now you're just started encouraging and talking about it with other people, or kind of are these new things to you as well? Kind of digging into yeah. these topics. That's a really interesting um, question because I didn't really know what personal development was when I was a kid. However, my dad did read to me when he came home from work. He always worked the, the graveyard shift. So before he crashed out and before I went to school, he'd read to me from a book called The Book of Virtues. Okay. Who and wrote in that, that book? book I, don't, I have no idea. Oh, wow. But okay. it's this big, fat, like, encyclopedia-like yeah. book. Um, and he would read to me that, and that's actually where I was first introduced to, the, to like, topics like self-control and courage and bravery and that kind of stuff so yeah um so yeah you could say that i've been in personal development for like most of my life yeah so that but, was um, the foundation and then you like did you continue to kind of think about those things in college or did you or was it kind of like you came back to that yeah you know the um i didn't think about anything like i didn't even like think about the book of virtue book of virtues until i got i got into college and i started like I, there was required reading um 
one of my first required reading books that has anything to do with personal development was um, Focal Point by Brian Tracy. Okay. That was um, for one of my business classes, and uh, I saw a lot of parallels, and I got hooked on personal development because I was like, you know what? This stuff in this book, with the the way that this guy talks and in his confidence, it's mm-hmm. like his goal. Have you heard of um, I, Brian Tracy? No, I haven't. His goal is to make as many many people as he can millionaires. Okay. So when he talks about this, like, yeah, and you could do this, and you can do that, and anyone can create any job they want. When he starts talking about that stuff, you get pumped, mm-hmm. and um, and like. You know, I, I grew up with with uh, uh, financial problems in the family and stuff. You know, okay. so like my my um, my parents weren't the weren't very wealthy. Mm-hmm. They were actually they they could probably be considered poverty, and uh, but they have a lot of pride. So like I never really saw much of that. Yeah. Um, but coming from that kind of background of like you know we can't really afford very many things and then then seeing this like personal development stuff where they're like yeah you can do whatever you want right and anthony robbins you know and you know it got it got me excited and it gave me hope and uh-huh. um and yeah you know so it's kind of like how i got into it that's cool sure hey so on that i have a question so do you think it's harder to get people motivated to, pers- to pursue more self-confidence or and actually change the habits or is it harder for them to actually like once they're motivated, figure out the right tactics to change habits and, and make change in their life. Like is it the initial uh, motivation or is it like actually getting like getting traction on doing it? That's an interesting question. But um to if I were to say like well, first of all it depends on who. Right, right. right? But um I would say it's harder to harder to do the fir- the 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 first part of that. It's harder to find someone that's not motivated and to motivate them mm-hmm. uh, because motivation is so internal that you like I can't really motivate you. Right. You got to motivate yourself. I can I, I might be able to share an idea that inspires you, you know, but you got to pull it, pull it from deep down within, you know. Right. Yeah, I like that. So and then the tactics part of it is uh, if you have like a purpose or a calling or or whatever you call it you know, you have a glimpse of a part of your destiny and your and you stake a claim in that being like reality. Yeah. Like you can't like tactics don't even matter. Like okay. you will find a way and if you want to sharpen your game on that way, yeah, you'll find tactics. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. Wow, okay. So that's great. Yeah, I so I listened to I listened to a couple of yours your podcasts the one that I thought was cool was the changing your habits. Uh, you have a, a series that like goes a three part podcast, and right. the 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 idea that I thought was really cool was how I think the your so your people were gonna practice getting up out of bed and just jumping up out of bed. And the first thing I noticed is I love your enthusiasm because like when you talk and when you discuss things, you have so much enthusiasm, and that I mean that is inspirational. Like it's people excited. And I think that's cool. But you're then you're talking about how you set your alarm five times and you jump out of bed like five times in 10 minutes and it kind of right. gets it's kind of gets a start to a habit and i never thought mm-hmm. about kind of almost like trick not tricking your mind but basically like it's almost like a little hack to get a habit started where you can just do it five times in one time in one day versus having to wait till the next day and develop the habit so i thought that was pretty cool 
Right. It's the it's the preparatory preparatory work for for actually getting something something going. And the act of like having the habit of jumping out of the bed that only takes like ten seconds. You yeah. Know? Right. Right. But so like why not repeat it ten times? I know. I never and, thought of that though. In I, like a minute and a half, it doesn't take that long, right? Exactly right. <laughs> so. I, I I had never thought of doing that, but I think that's awesome. Cause yeah, I think uh, you're getting just, the body ready. Right. You know, and you're you're creating the 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 reaction to the trigger because right. between every single stimulus, you know, things that happen to you, mm-hmm. like an alarm going off, between every single stimulus and your response, there's a space. And within that space is our ability to choose, you know? So yeah, you like, are choosing to hey, live your life. You you're know what absolutely I mean? right. Yeah. Like I oh, I thought about so work working out in the morning. Whenever I do it, I'm always happy the rest of the day, and it's, it's like I know it's better for me to just get it get it done in the morning. But if you wake up in the morning and you're gonna say, if I feel good in the morning that I'm gonna go work out, then it's not gonna happen. It just has to be a decision. I like you're almost like you're going to right. work. Like I'm waking up and I go I go work out. There's not a, a you don't insert a choice into that into right. That. You have a you have an appointment with the gym. Right. Exactly. Right. You got to put on your work clothes, you know, you got to, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, it's, sometimes, um, so, see, I, I'm not like every single morning I'm waking up early and everything like that, you know, mm-hmm. every once in a while I'll get sick or, or something will happen. I'll go on vacation for a while and I got to like rebuild up my routine. Right. Right. But if I want to go, go and go to the gym in the morning and I'm having trouble getting that going, I'll go to sleep in my gym clothes. Okay. Yeah. Because then I look and I'm like, oh, gym, you know, right. and there's like nothing else, oh, yeah. nothing else I can do besides go to the gym because, you know, I have my gym right. clothes on. Right. Oh, that's so. awesome. Hey, so what's something that surprised you about hosting your podcast so far? Um, ha- something that surprised me that I wasn't that you weren't expecting. Of? Yeah. I think uh, access to really um amazing people like i have access to amazing people that i would love to sit down and interview yeah regardless of the podcast you can throw the podcast away like i just want to learn from these amazing people and they're more likely to take my calls and to have a conversation with me if they know it's gonna bring them exposure right so it's like they're benefited by marketing themselves mm-hmm. and I'm benefited because I want to learn from them. Yeah. You know, so, so like some of the people I, I reach out to are people that are doing incredible things. Like I'll check out their website and I'll see their career and I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're where I want to go. Yeah. And, and I'll reach out to them and be like, Hey, you want to be on my podcast? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and they're, yeah, they're of in. course. That's awesome. You know, and that's not that's not every single person. Like I've right. re- I've reached out to several of of the authors of books I've read and stuff, uh-huh. and and I get back I get a response at least, you know. But right. but I get back a couple back and forth emails, and then um, how 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 many listeners do you have right. at, on your podcast? And I'm like, oh well, you know, <laughs> right, right, you know, because I like I just started. I'm not I'm not like a I'm not I'm not a podcast sensation yet, right? You know? So. But having conversations with people and uh, really good conversations too. Yeah. That's something like at, 
how easy that is is something that surprised me mm-hmm. because when I started, I wasn't thinking of an interview oh, so type you, of show. Oh, I got me. you. So you were initially just going to kind of just explain some of your your thoughts or concepts. Right. I was. What I was going to do is I was going to do like book reviews and a podcast okay. and stuff like that. And like, this is what I'm learning about that. The, the Courageous Habits series, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Okay. You know, so. One thing that I've found is I, I think being on a podcast makes you think about your positions and kind of how you're going to explain something. And it has kind of made me put more structure to some of my beliefs or some of the ways I think about things like goal setting or things like that or learning. Uh, so that's been at least for me, one benefit I've found. That's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. And, and I, I can echo that too, for sure. What's been your favorite interview? Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed interviewing, um, Ooh, this is really bad cause I can't remember his name, but, um, the guy from Zen tea traders. Okay. This up now. Oh, I feel so bad. Um, oh, it doesn't really matter. No, it does. Oh, this is bugging me so much. You said Zen Tea Traders? <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, Anthony Capobianco. Okay. From Zen Tea Traders. Yeah. Okay, so um, he reached out to me, and he was like, hey, can you be on my podcast, or can I be on your podcast? Yeah. And uh, this was the first time someone like reached out to me cold and, okay. and asked me and I was like oh uh, you know I, I guess you know okay and yeah. and I and like was this earlier more recent this was um this is about midway through okay it's about midway through and um and I was hesitant because like I I didn't I haven't seen really much of what he's doing and stuff but like I said, yes, I checked out his site and I was like, this is cool. This, yeah. this guy's like, like started stuff and I asked him some questions. And, um, but when I said yes, like I said, yes, before really like seeing everything he's doing, he tweeted, yeah, I'm going to be on the courageous self-confidence show. You know? <laughs> and, okay, all right. and I was like, uh, now he really does have to be on my show. I have yeah. to interview him, you know? And, and, uh, he's a, he's a hustler. He comes from a corporate sales background. Uh-huh. But he is just so good at what he does and um, hustling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's grown his business. And um, and then after the interview, like the, the interview was good. Uh, the thing that kind of kind of caught me ba- caught me by surprise was um, how much he talked about um, how much he he talked about his product. Uh-huh. And because um, like I really like to dive into the story of the entrepreneur. Yeah. And uh, he talked about his product and and then he was just like, when's this going to be 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 aired? You know, because yeah. I like to go through my podcast stuff. OK. And right. um, and I was like, oh, and I gave him a date and then he, he tweeted that it's going to be aired that day. And <laughs> I was like, oh, now I really got to yeah. like release this. But when I re-listened to it, I was blown away at like how good it was. He's just like an encyclopedia of quotes mm-hmm. and he has just saying after saying after saying so i honored that by by taking all of his little quotes and putting them in the show notes and click to tweet kind of stuff you know Mm -hmm. but um yeah his energy and enthusiasm for um 
for the art of hustling and and something that was really good about his interview was he tied in how important his corporate background was for what he's currently doing like he's he's building up on his career rather than dumping his career for another one which is is something that like I, i i think a lot of people tend to do Right. tend to like discredit everything they've done in the past so yeah. i really liked that one for that reason oh, that's cool nice hey so what are your top two or three book recommendations top book recommendation is pretty cliche it's think and grow rich okay by napoleon hill have you ever listened to that or uh, read I that i have it i don't even, i don't know if i read oh, it get on audiobook it's so good okay <laughs> but um that's my top uh, because it's so timeless and he's like he's really the Napoleon Hill he's the grandfather of of the whole self-help personal personal development stuff and everyone ties their stuff back to him you know so basically that work think and grow rich was 20 years of interviewing over oh 500 gosh. people and finding out what makes success and what makes what doesn't and um, of those, of those 500 people, you have Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, Dale Carnegie, or Andrew Carnegie, yeah. I mean. You know, so he, he he interviewed the top of the top, the cream of the crop of America, and just like, so what makes what makes someone successful? And he, like, breaks it down into 15 to 17 principles okay. depending on, on um, what version you have. Yeah, so. cool. All right. I'll have to check that out. You said the audio that, book is money? Oh, the audiobook is really good. Okay. So that's my um hands down my favorite and it's just about like um personal achievement type of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then um my next favorite book uh would probably be it's really hard to put put me into a position where I have to say a favorite book. <laughs> but um it'd probably be um Strength Finders 2.0. Okay. And it's a very easy, short read. It's a personal assessment type of book. And uh, the thing I like about it the most is it showed me things about myself that I really needed to read, really need to know about. And um, that is, of course, if you take the test along with it, because every every new copy has a test that goes along with it. Um, So don't buy it used. Right. Yeah. My mistake the first time. So, but, uh, <laughs> so this you read this book when you were so maybe like a year ago you were trying to figure out what your purpose was and you started right. you so you took these personality tests what how did those help you kind of find your purpose or can you kind of describe how that like how because yeah. when I take okay so you have like the Myers Briggs so that mm-hmm. kind of tells you what your personality type was but I'm not sh- or kind of how you think but mm-hmm. how did that kind of translate into how you see yourself in the future what you you're what you want to do okay yeah um first of all like myers-briggs that's a really good good question because miles myers-briggs told me that i'm an extrovert i'm intuitive yeah and i'm thinking and i am um perceiving Mm -hmm. right right so it told me those things and then um so so when i was trying to figure out like I had an idea that I wanted to be some type of thought leader. Okay. And when I was trying to decide, do I write books or do I get on YouTube or do I get on, get on podcast stuff? Like extrovert said, don't write books. 
You know what I mean? Okay, got you. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, okay. Oh wow. Throw, okay. Throw yeah. books aside, you know. And then, um, and then like I'm looking at the intuitive, and it's like, okay, so I'm in, I'm intuitive, meaning that I can come up with ideas and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is good thought leader, right? You know? And then, um, then thinking versus feeling, right? People that need courage, people that are living in fear, they have social anxiety, they're gripped by their emotions. Mm-hmm. But I tend not to be because I'm thinking, right? Yeah. And even though emotions do get to me, I have a little bit of a, uh, just by the way I tick, I have I have insights into into thinking things through or thought uh, mind over matter uh-huh. type of stuff. So that kind of told me that I'm going in the right direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then being perceiving and not rather than judging, because when you're when you're a, a judging kind of person, you make snap decisions. You're very like decisive. You know what you want. You're very opinionated. And like, that's nice and everything. And I can do that. Yeah. But I tend to be more like, well, I don't know. What do you think? Kind of person. Mm-hmm. So so me being able to like channel into that and pull ideas from all kinds of places. And whereas like. In one episode, I'm saying fear is your friend. In the next episode, I'm saying it's your enemy, and I'm showing why okay. both of those like work together. Like I would not be able to do that if I was a judging type right. of person, you know. Yeah. So I'm able to explore out of curiosity, way way farther and and deeper, which I think helps me for for being a thought leader. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Huh. So that's cool. I, I never yeah. I, like I've I've taken classes on that and got into it, but I never have kind of looked at it from that angle that's cool that's great yeah um so strength finders 2.0 it basically tells you what your top five strengths are okay and if you want to go like really deep into it and pay like 80 dollars, which i don't really care to Mm -hmm. um it'll tell you all of your strengths and your weaknesses and everything but you know if you focus on your top five strengths then that's and put your power behind that the theory, according to the book, is that you can rise to the top of your field. Okay. In that given strength. So, so, and, so that book is like, uh, kind of, you develop your strength or use your strengths, because I guess there's some cause of like work on your weaknesses or how how do you kind of balance that, uh, capitalize on your strengths, but or developing weakness. Yeah, cover for your weaknesses. Okay. But, okay. But you when you and and they do recommend that you at least know what your like way bottom weakness weaknesses are so you can cover for them but i'm i'm the kind of person that's like you know what hit your strengths really hard and then and then surround yourself with quality people and they'll cover you yeah you know what i mean i think so in terms of covering your weakness i think that's one thing that's one thing to think about is first of all finding someone like if you have someone else you're working with if you know you have a certain weakness, finding someone where that's their strength or at least recognizing when when you're working with someone else. Like for me, I'm also a perceiver, which means, well, at least to me, I can like wait till like more of the last minute to, to, to do things and it's not a big thing for me. But when people are working with me, then sometimes like I, I realize that I can't just, especially if they're like a judge and they they need time and they want to be very organized i can't just throw it to them at the last minute because to them that will stress them out so just recognizing where uh my personality will as a leader will kind of impact other people and and where to to um like how that could could potentially be a problem and kind of avoid that 
Right. Yeah. It's it's definitely it's definitely important to see the pitfall, the natural pitfalls, you know, so you can so you can create systems. Like right. Exactly. Oh, that's exactly as, right. As I, I remember how we were talking about the the habit, you know, like a system would be like putting your gym clothes on. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly because like right. that's not going to naturally make you like you're not going to want to go to the gym. So you put your gym clothes on. That's like almost like a system you're creating, right. you know, or like when this happens, I'm going to do that, you know, so you can right. start to cover for your weaknesses through systems and technology and, oh, yeah, and like protocols. So. All right. Hey, so last question. If So if someone, uh, they want to check out Courage Hub and Courageous Self-Confidence, what do you have one or two podcasts that you recommend or where should people start? Uh, they should They should start by looking up Courageous Self-Confidence in iTunes. Okay. Or in um in their in their player with if they have um Android or or whatever because if you can get if you can like um mobily listen to the show that's going to that's going to be best. Yeah. So but I mean like what, on your commutes and yeah. all that stuff. What episode should they start with? Or which series do you recommend as a kind of a a, a kickoff? Um I'd say um you can go to couragehub.com forward slash 52 and uh, that's going to give you a really good episode about how you can set up an entire year up for success. And um, I, I created a, a um, like really short workbook ebook um, with that episode. So oh, that's nice. a that's just like a really good a good episode. And it's a process that I've done for the last three years, and I've built on different people's um, uh, philosophies in you know, just like recapping the previous year and, and setting up the next year and creating, creating, um, daily actions and weekly actions so you can achieve your goals oh, pretty much. Cool. So I'll put, I'll definitely put a link to that in our show notes. That'll, that's awesome. All right, guys. And, uh, Frank just walked in the door. So he's to close our last five to 10 minutes. Frank, welcome. How was your trip? Guys, it was uh, it was long, it was dreary, but I am so happy to be here. We're happy to have you, Frank. All right, since, since you missed the first part, we're gonna kick it over to you and let you uh, ask away. I know you have some, you've been looking at uh, Samuel's stuff, and you've got some great questions. Yeah, so I want to dig into the, the more personal side. Can can you talk about a, a travel experience that that you've enjoyed? Um, we talk about travel a lot, mostly because of where where we met and kind of just our overall relationship, but can you talk about a travel experience that, that you enjoyed or was, uh, was somewhat enlightening? Ooh. Um, okay. Well, I'm in doing, in answering this, I'm going to have to sell you guys on this like awesome convention. No, it's, a uh, um, the last travel experience that I did was the podcast movement actually. And, uh, it's a, it was a conference. Have you guys ever heard of podcast movement? I haven't, but Frank, what was the one you're looking at? That was the one I sent you, Axel. Okay. It's in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. So I went last year in, uh, it was in Texas and it was such a radical experience. In fact, if it wasn't for podcast movement, I don't know if I would be doing interviews on my show. <laughs> really? Because like, yeah, because everyone's interviewing each other there and they're like, yeah, you want to be on my podcast? Okay. And they're like busting out a microphone and there's just like tons and tons of podcasters, like-minded people. And, uh, I would say that there probably didn't go an hour, like an hour didn't go by there where it wasn't enlightening, where it wasn't like inspirational or helpful in some way. 
but I'll um, pinpoint one specific moment for you. Um, I was, I did a lot of things for the very first time there and one was Uber. So I got on an Uber car and um, the guy was like, yeah, so what are you guys doing over at the hotel? And I was like, dude, it's a it's podcast movement. And I was like, have, do you ever listen to podcasts? And he was like, no. And I, and I was like, you should check out my podcast. And I told him a little bit about my podcast. And then I left. And then I came back and the same Uber guy picked me up. Uber is the, the taxi app yep. um, thing. Sure. So he picks me up and this was about like 20 minutes later because I had to go to the grocery store, right? I'm, I'm back with some groceries and I get him again and and he starts asking me about my podcast because he had just listened to a whole episode during those 20 minutes while I was in there. That's amazing. And we had the, yeah, it was so That's cool. So and we good. had this like awesome conversation about my podcast and about like self-confidence and beliefs and and um, really like the deep rooted belief system that he had and what was holding him back. And um, where what I really took away from that was like anybody can benefit from like the content that I produce. And and it was just like really uh, it was really eye opening, you know, because I thought that maybe only a specific type of people might want to listen to my podcast. Yeah. People like looking for self-confidence stuff. But the, the guy that was in the Uber car, like, man, at that, that ride from the grocery store back to the hotel was so much richer, richer because we had a common um, topic to talk about. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Really cool. That's a That's great so cool. story. So what about you? What about some goals for, you know, Axel and I, we had a recent podcast completely dedicated to goals, but we, We've gone back and forth on, on goals a lot. So what, what, what type of goals do you, number one, set? And what specific goals do you have for this year? Uh, the, I always set goals that stretch me. <laughs> but because um, uh, there's different types of goals. There's goals that are going to like totally, you're going to knock out. And they're, they're kind of like baby goals. And, you know, you make those goals to do bigger goals. Those are kind of like self-confidence increasing goals. And then there's uh, there's goals that like really scare you that you're gonna have to pull deep down inside, and um, I try to set more of those goals, but uh, it really depends on the th- on the the topic. Specifically, um, one of the goals I have is I want to supercharge my career as a marketing professional, and um, I didn't really know how I was gonna do that as I as I. Um, set that goal but it's crystallized into me getting a certification so i'm going for the ama uh, that's the american marketing association um certification and it requires a like four years of full-time experience so you know i could put a little badge on my resume and um which is awesome because i really that's that's part of my heart is to teach people how to market themselves and and that's where i see courage hub going so oh that's awesome that's sweet. Yeah. So keeping on uh, keeping on that path. So like, what what specifically motivates you? Like, what other than you know just teaching people? Because I think that that's a huge motivator and something that gives you a lot of energy. But you know what what specifically about interaction with people really really builds you up and gives you more energy? Yeah, you know, I used to work on a ropes course, and um, 
And at the very end of the day, like all these kids, or if we're doing a corporate program with like Kaiser or something, all these like professionals, they they come to the end of the day and they've just been through like this whole this whole experience of team building and um, climbing up rock walls and stuff. And I always like to do this one exercise called aha moment where everyone sits around in a circle and one by one people share what their aha moment was. And that's what I like really live for being able to, to see people have these like aha moments where they get like a, a change in mindset or, or when they see something new for the first time and they're able to say, I'm taking this away. I love that. And that's, that's really something that propels me to interact with people and, and to like learn about their stories. That's awesome. That's really cool. Hey, so thanks for uh, coming back on, Frank. We're glad you made it to uh, close with those great questions. That was a, a money little last session. Sweet. So, I'm, hey. I'm glad I made it. I'm, I'm really thankful for Samuel for being on the show. Yeah, Samuel, thanks a lot. Thank really you. I'm glad you made it too, Frank. And dude, thank you so much for having me on. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Hey, it's been great talking to you. It's really cool. I I love your enthusiasm. It's 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 uh, really inspiring. It's it's fun to listen to. So uh, thanks for your time. And and uh, for our listeners out there, go check out Courage Hub, CourageHub.com, and uh, Courageous Self Confidence. This is my confession to you.